Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. What do we have? This is why, since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I never stopped giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I like that. Paul is praying for the believers at Ephesus. Does it tell us what he's praying for them? It continues. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. We have been noticing that in Ephesians, this repetitive reminder that it's all about being in him, the him being Jesus. Jesus. The in meaning connected, intertwined, woven together, intimate, close. Mm. So here what Paul is praying is that God will give the Ephesian people the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation so that they will know, that means really deeply know, not just know about, but actually know Jesus. I can pray for those things too. Yes. Because those are the things that are going to keep me running the race, as he so eloquently puts it over and over again. And if... If it's good for you, it's good for your kids. So when you pray for your kids, here's something, here's something to pray for your pray children. For your children. That's so true. That they will know Jesus. That God mm-hmm. will help them to know Jesus. Now, the next phrase in this long sentence has to do with the eyes. Mm-hmm. Verse 18 says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Paul is asking that God, through his Holy Spirit, will speak into the lives of the members at Ephesus and help them to wake up, to focus, to see things differently. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Enlightened to what, though? Now, being enlightened is a buzzword, and there's a lot of Buddhist philosophy in that, about being enlightened, but there's something we're to be enlightened to. The center of enlightened is the word light. All through the scriptures, Jesus himself said, I am the light of the world. Truth is light. Absence of truth, darkness. So what he's asking is that the Holy Spirit would open our eyes so that we'd see the light so that we'd come to an understanding of who God really is and there's a reason for our eyes having the light and he goes on to tell us the reason for that whenever there's a so that we can pay attention to the scripture because that's the reason why the previous thing is being said When we're done this little section up to verse 21, we are going to come away with a realization that Paul could see the Mm -hmm. package deal. package deal starts with knowing Jesus. Mm -hmm. It results in us understanding something big. Let's read this next Mm -hmm. phrase so we understand what that big thing is. So start in verse 18. It says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know... What is the hope of his calling? There's several things here. First, what is the hope of his calling? The hope is the understanding that we'll be coming home. To him. Sometimes we talk about heaven and we have no clue what it's about. Because we talk about the streets of gold and that there'll be no trouble and that we'll be eating fruit. And we talk about all the things we get. But that's not what makes heaven heaven. Paul prays that God will give 
us the spirit of wisdom so that we will know God. And when we know God, we'll, for maybe the first time, understand just what he's calling us to, what that hope is about. The next phrase says, number two, first thing, hope of his calling. Yeah. Now there's knowing where God is inviting us to, to yeah. be kings in glory, queens, to, to be with Jesus forever. That's the hope of the glory. And second, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? The glory of his inheritance in the saints. The glory of the saints? Is Paul telling us that when we get connected with God, we're going to see what God plans to do with his followers? The glory that shines on the people or shines off of shine through the people who have connected with Jesus. The riches, it, it starts with, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? We're going to get to see what Jesus saw. In Hebrews 12, where it says, and for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. What got Jesus through the cross was that he saw in the future what we would be how we would be saved. And it's described here as riches. So what's the inheritance? We are Christ's inheritance. It's not uh, our yes, inheritance. It's, it's it says, what riches. are the riches of the glory of his inheritance? What is Jesus inheriting? I guess us coming home. Right, the bride, the church, okay. me, you. Can you believe this? When we get our eyes anointed and we can see Paul's asking us to see how incredibly loved we are, mm. how incredibly, yes, yes, yes. how incredibly valuable we are. Yeah. The, the people that yeah. Jesus saves from earth aren't some consolation prize. And he's not like, well, that was kind of a failure. No, when Jesus thinks of us, he thinks the cross is well worth it. It says that in Isaiah 53. It says, and he will see his offspring and rejoice. In other words, Jesus will gather us to heaven and he'll be like, that was so worth it. The riches of his saved people. What else will we see? Verse 19. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the mighty working of his strength? Okay. That's a lot of words and all I hear is power and might in there. Power and might. And I have it at my fingertips. It's power and might toward us yes. not against us yes. the power and the might will be yes. expressed and for in those who are away from god and don't have jesus and are not in christ that power and might will destroy them mm -hmm. same power and might but for us who have christ who are connected to him this power and this might is directed for us toward us now it gives us even more detail it says according to the working of his mighty power Jesus put all his power, all his might, his exceedingly great power into one goal. And that is to save you and me from sin. He leaned into that with every ounce of commitment that he has. So that he could save us and bring us home. 